We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Right now we're going to talk Timberwolves. Timberwolves back at it at home. They get the Bulls on Sunday, an earlier start. Pre-game 5.30, tip just after 6. Cal with the pre-game. Allen with all the play-by-play. And then Luka Doncic and Dallas in Monday and Wednesday night before they begin a very difficult road trip. And we're going to get into all of that with Chris Hine, who covers the Timberwolves for the Star Tribune, joins us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. And uh, Chris, after a trip out west, welcome home to a weather paradise. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, I left Los Angeles uh, yesterday, and it was like you know, 55, 60 degrees and sunny. Land at MSP, and we're greeted with snow. So you know, there's nothing. There's nothing that says "Welcome back to Minnesota" quite like quite like that. Yeah, and then snow followed by bitter cold uh, this coming week <laughs> in the lead up to Christmas. So uh, we, we've got that going for us. Timberwolves got a much-needed win in Oklahoma City. Very short-handed last night. Carl uh, Anthony Towns, Torian Prince, uh, Jordan McLaughlin uh, banged up on the road trip was Rudy Gobert. And then D'Angelo Russell was a game-time decision. And we learned before the pregame show last night that uh, D'Lo would not play in OKC, and the Timberwolves still found a way. That, that was an important win for sure. I think just for the morale of the team overall, um, it was a huge, a huge win because it was a rough trip out to the West Coast. You know, they lose twice in Portland. Uh, they lose to the Clippers. And just to, just to get a win, despite everything else, I think was just an important thing for them last night. Um, you know, look, look at the NBA. Things can change very quickly. You know, their slide could continue here in the next couple of days. But I think when you have a win like that where, you know, you're you're down a lot of guys, guys are having to step up and take on more significant roles than they otherwise would. I think it's a it's a kind of kind of moment that can help help bring a team together. We saw that happen last year with the with the Wolves. Uh right around this time of year, right around Christmas when they lost a bunch of guys to, to COVID protocols, you know, a similar situation played out where a lot of guys who weren't getting a lot of minutes or no minutes at all had to come in and they, and they, they won a game against Boston that was one of the turning points of their season, pulling out that win. So, you know, a night like that can, can do, can do a lot of good going forward, but we'll see if they capitalize on it. Yeah. Nas Reed uh, was, was terrific. Anthony Edwards uh, certainly got it done. 19, 11 and seven on his line. Uh, the, the Timberwolves really shot the ball well from outside the arc, but I, I talked about it a great deal on Timberwolves tonight. I was in for Henry Lake last night. You know, tip of the cap to Nas Reed. They they really needed that effort, and and he was terrific. A hundred percent. And you know, Nas has had a uh, penchant for playing well against Oklahoma City. Uh, they needed that last night. Um, and Nas is you know he's a guy who. 
has shown a lot of offensive skill uh, during his time in the NBA. He's in a contract year this year. So he's trying to prove on a lot of levels that he's got what it takes to earn more minutes, not just with the Timberwolves, but you know wherever he may end up next season. Um, they needed that in, in the worst way. He got his, his shot going a little bit last night. Um, really took advantage of, of a young Oklahoma City team, and you know they obviously don't win that game without him last night. He was he was huge. A lot a lot of a lot of important contributions last night too. I thought Ant looked pretty good, kind of running the show on offense. Um, you know I think he had nineteen, eleven, and seven, which is a great stat line for him. Austin Rivers stepped up in the scoring department as well. Jaden McDaniels had one of his better offensive nights in a while. So really a, a, a good night up and down the lineup for them last night. Now, we had heard, and I had mentioned that, that there, there was talk that D'Angelo Russell would be a game-time decision. The decision was she doesn't go. Is it safe to assume he'll be ready for the Bulls tomorrow night at Target Center? I wouldn't say safe to assume that. You never know. Um, you never know how guys are going to feel when they wake up on a given day when they're dealing with something. So hard to say. Um, but the fact that he was a game-time decision is obviously a good sign that this is not a long-term injury. Um, and I think Rudy Gobert as well, um, You know, he said he was feeling pretty pretty okay after uh, the Clippers game, which was the game in which he injured him. Uh, he got injured. Um, so I also wouldn't think that his injury is anything long-term either. Um, so whatever, however this ends up playing out, I wouldn't expect Russell and Gobert to be, to be out any significant length of time, even if they do miss tomorrow night. Yeah, and uh, another point, Carl Anthony Towns, still no news, no timetable for his return. What about Torian Prince, Jordan McLaughlin, any news there? Yeah, that's, that's, that's a, those are tricky ones. Um, Torian Prince... We thought maybe by this point he would be potentially back in the lineup, but but he's listed as out for tomorrow night. Same with Jordan McLaughlin. You know, and Jordan McLaughlin, I think you can look at what McLaughlin is dealing with and maybe you can kind of foreshadow what might end up happening with Carl Anthony Towns. Jordan McLaughlin's also dealing with a calf strain, a different degree of calf strain. Um, but, you know, this calf strain now has cost him a lot of games uh, over the past month here. Um, and he's been kind of day to day every every time we've asked Chris Finch about it, just because it's so hard to pin down when he might be ready to go. So he he, he had the calf strain. He missed like I think five games back in late November, and then he comes back for a couple games, but then he reaggravates it. And so now he's missed the last several games here with that same injury. So you don't want him to rush back only to re-aggravate the injury again. So I think they're just taking a very cautious approach with it and trying to make sure that he doesn't come back before he's really ready to come back to avoid the risk of another re-injury. Chris Hine joining us covers the Timberwolves for the Star Tribune online at startribune.com. Chicago in town. I mentioned the importance of this victory, and Alan Horton alluded to it during the broadcast, and it was early on, and basically said if they don't win in Oklahoma City, all of a sudden you're three games under, and you're looking at a pretty tough schedule between now and the end of the year, and I really buy into that. So by them getting the win over the Thunder, you think, okay, you know, we shouldn't celebrate too much. It's Oklahoma City. But now they're a bad game, game under 500. They get Chicago at home. 
then Dallas for two in a row at Target Center, and then quite a road trip. And this is going to be a challenge uh, before and after the Christmas break. You, you, you've got the Celtics. You've got Miami. You've got New Orleans. And, oh, by the way, at the end of the trip, the Milwaukee Bucks uh, in Milwaukee. Yep. That, that ain't easy. It is It is the most probably the most difficult stretch of their schedule. I mean, I haven't really analyzed it ahead, but you just, you know, you just look at the teams they're playing and absolutely that this road trip coming up is going to be the most difficult road trip they have of the, of the rest of the season. Um, no doubt about it. Um, you, you come out of that trip somehow 500. I think you're ecstatic. At least try to get one of those four games. Cause you know, none of those teams are going to be easy to beat. Um, New Orleans has played fantastic this year. Zion is a potential MVP candidate. I think enough people. I think people will come around to that eventually, um, if New Orleans stays near the top of the Western Conference standings. Boston is has picked up right where they left off last year, despite the coaching change. Uh, you know, Miami is Miami, always a tough win. The Wolves have had success against this version of the Miami Heat. So that's maybe the one game on the road trip that I look at and I'm like, that might be the one that yeah. they get. Um, but Milwaukee on the road, um, you don't like their chances there either. Mm-hmm. So you know, you're looking at it. You're looking at a really, again, one in three would be probably the the expectation on that road trip, given all that they're missing and and we're just where they're at as a team right now. First and foremost, Chicago Bulls tomorrow, pregame 5.30, tip just after 6 at Target Center. And Timberwolves fans fretting about the struggle early this season when they were healthy, and now the fact that we don't know when Cat's going to come back. Uh, D'Lo, Rudy Gobert out of the lineup at, at the moment. But for the Bulls, it's really been a struggle as they they come to town. Yeah, yeah. This is another team that you know I think is maybe in worse straits than the Wolves are in that sense. Um, you know, a lot of talk about what are the Bulls going to do with their future. You know, when you know Lonzo Ball, who knows what his future is with his injury. Um, you know, it's a, there's just a lot of uncertainty with the Bulls. So. You know, this could be another chance, depending on how Russell and Gobert play, to get a win before you you enter this this gauntlet of the schedule. Um, this is a winnable game at home. Um, you, you know, if you hope for the Wolves that they get one or two of Gobert and Russell back, if you get both of them back, I like their chances. Um, you know, we'll we'll see how it plays out. I, I, there's, there's just too many variables to really handicap what's going to happen tomorrow night. Um, but this is a Bulls team that is struggling, and this is a winnable game, um, just given where both teams are right now. And then uh, two in a row with the Dallas Mavericks, Luka Doncic come to town, and they they haven't been exactly world beaters either uh, so far this season. They have season. not. No, absolutely not. And again, you know, another opportunity to, to maybe get some wins here at home. Um, Luka has always been a tough uh, he's been a problem for the Wolves. I, I, I'm trying to recall a time since Luca entered the league when Luca has played and the Wolves have beaten Luca. Off the top of my head, I can't recall any any kind of any moments when when Luca has played and the Wolves have beaten them. The Wolves have beaten the Mavericks in the last few years, but I feel like every time they have, Luca hasn't played. And that's that's kind of been the the, the key in those games. So uh, before before Monday's game, I'm going to look that stat up and see just what Luca's record is against yeah. the Wolves. But if Luca's playing, 
um, you know, it, it's the Wolves just have not had an answer for him in his career in every iteration of this team. So if he's playing, I like Dallas's chances to win. All right. Well, Chris, always good to visit with you. Thanks so much for the time. And once again, Chris Hine joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Have a good evening. Thanks, Steve. You too. All right. And uh, you can read his coverage, Star Tribune, startribune.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.